For decades, businesses like banks have been amassing piles of data about their customers, their assets, their investment behavior. Yet only a few have harnessed this wealth of insight to create deep and mutually beneficial symbiotic relationships. In the UK, Monzo Bank famously found ways to save customers money by looking at their spending pattern. This strategy helped them gain customers through word-of-mouth referrals and cross-sell financial products at the same time. Indonesia's Bank Mandiri is also taking a data-driven approach towards protecting its customer base, growing as a business, and proving itself a valuable partner to the government in times of need, as in the case of the COVID-19 pandemic. In this episode of Podchats for Future CIO, we spoke to Billy Setiawan, Head of Enterprise Data Management, Data Analytics Lead, and Grace Winnie, Vice President, Enterprise Data Management at Bank Mandiri, on their unique approach to creating a data-driven culture at the bank. So our focus is on data and how banks are using data. But before we start that, Perhaps if you can tell me, what is the nature of the business of Bank Mandiri? Thank you very much, Alan. And I think it's really great that you know we can have a discussion on this. Bank Mandiri is uh, one of the largest banks in Indonesia. We are a state-owned government bank. We are a bank where merged from four different banks in 1998 during the crisis. Four different government banks merged into one, become Bank Mandiri. Our range of products and segment is really have a lot of variety from wholesale banking all the way to micro segment. So we have corporate, commercial, mm-hmm. consumer, SME, and the micro businesses. We have a complete set of products that can take care of the wholesale banking customers all the way to micro businesses as well. We are not only serve customers, which is you know uh, in Indonesia, but also the the government as well. Uh, government also we help the uh, the government to, to actually use the bank to serve the customers, especially during the pandemic. There are a few initiatives uh, that is run by the government, right? Especially helping on restructuring credit, helping them to book more loan, right? Mm-hmm. If the the customer need more loan, so all that kind of stuff is actually coming from the government's help, but through the government bank and serve the customer. Why is data so important to a bank? So I think the bank in Indonesia, you know, have been evolving a lot, right? In terms of how they use data. We are in the previous bank that I worked before. Everything, all the decision is made based on data. How we serve the customers, what kind of things that we should offer to the customers, how is the performance of the of the bank itself, everything is based on data and how should we sort of estimate and predict to the future on how is the condition of the bank. So so everything is used by uh, with data. Talking about Bank Mandiri, Enterprise Data Management is the team that I uh, lead. We started this team in 2015 uh, with the main purpose is actually to integrate all the data from different system in the bank into a single uh, warehouse or single place. The bank wanted to have a single source of truth, data, just to make sure that everybody have the same understanding of the data. Everybody can use the same data and the same uh, definitions as well. And at the same time, we wanted to understand holistically about our customers. What kind of product do they have? What are their profile? How is their behavior? If the customer have more relationship with us, for example, if the customer have uh, saving accounts, the customer have credit card, the customer have loans, 
how do they behave across the bank with different set of product that they have, they hold or they they have. So now we have that ready into a single place. So now we use that data to make sure that we understand the customer, especially during the pandemic. If you realize that before the pandemic, the, I think all of us are very free to go anywhere to do a lot of things. After the pandemic, uh, the customer sort of like got limited into doing uh, their financial activities. For example, very easily we, we can see that, you know, before we can go to supermarket and maybe do shopping in the supermarket. But now I think a lot of customers, especially in Indonesia, they, they actually use e-commerce mm. transaction for their groceries, right? So there's, there's a shift in behavior and everything is based on data. It's not going to be a surf, just a maybe like qualitative survey or quantitative survey. It's more on, it's basically looking at the data and there's a lot of shift in the uh, behavior, especially, uh, and how the customer is actually react to this pandemic. Can yeah. you cite maybe one or two challenges that you faced when you set up this enterprise data management group? Prior having this kind of group, like enterprise data management, there's a lot of silo in data. Each of the group have set of data that they actually take care and manage by their own group. When it comes to com- combine it all together, everybody has this a different understanding. So it resulted into different numbers in their report. How do they actually present uh, the data or the report is actually have a different number. So it's not reconciled at all. So I think that the two things, first, they have silo data. They have set of silo data in dif- uh, in, on their own, uh, managed on by their own. After that, different report when it times to combine and consolidated the report into one single platform in enterprise data management. How did you implement this data management strategy and instill this data culture throughout the company? So I think first we set our vision that we want to establish data-driven culture in Bank Mandiri. Of course, that's what you said, a lot of challenges in terms of first actually gathering all the data into a single platform and then standardize the data to make sure that, you know, the definition, the understanding of each of the data in the bank is actually the same uh, between us and other groups. The third thing is actually getting requirement on how we should publish uh, the data, how we should make sure that when we publish uh, or when we, we develop a set of board, a set of dashboard, or we call it dashboard at this, uh, nowadays, uh, make sure that you know it's easily easy to read, understand across different groups, all the way to the management, and then always come back to the dashboard instead of having their own report. So that the management all the way to the, let's say, people in the branches have the same view and have the same understanding on each of the information in the dashboard itself. So um, the data is not really try to define uh, the, the data-driven culture with three pillars, people, uh, data, information, and insight. So these this three initiatives that we try to establish to have that this data-driven culture in order to have a decision-making with the single source of data. So we try to manage the data because if we have a report or dashboard, but the data is not in single source, it becomes a dispute. Because if the units give the report to the director and then the director try to compare with the data that they have on, on daily basis, so it, be, it becomes confused which one is the, the right one. So maybe the culture is also part of the 
digital transformation that uh, we want to have in our bank. How do you relate digital transformation and data together? So I think we wanted to our position as enterprise data ma- management is actually to, as what we mentioned before, establishing data data analytics driven culture. We, we wanted to become the enabler of all the digital transformation initiative and a journey, right, in Bank Mandiri. Uh, example that very, that what we sort of, we can, we can claim is successful is actually when we start the pandemic, the business sort of like stopped. All the activities is stopped. So uh, the management decided to have uh, sort of like maybe a task force on how uh, with a limited capacity, with a limited way of we doing business, how can we see our performance? How can we see our financial performance? How can we take care our employees? How can we take care our uh, network and distribution of you know, for example, the, the branches? And how do we take care of our uh, our do we, how do we take care custom? So everything is really uh, so we. Uh, me, uh, our team, EDM, uh, together with the management, is sort of discuss and how can we come up with a very quick way of respond to this, uh, you know, pandemic. So first, what we did is actually uh, we have a restructuring a credit restructuring program where we have to identify customers based on their profile, their behavior, which one, which of the customer are eligible based on data. Uh, we put everything into a single dashboard and we monitor this custom. How many of them is uh, successfully got restructuring, how we communicate with the branches as well. Uh, everything is doing it digitally. It's not like paper, sending Excel and everything, but more on everything is doing digitally and publish it in the real-time manner digitally as well in a dashboard feed, right? Secondly, we, we want to take care of our network and distribution because of the social distancing and everything, physical distancing and everything. So there are some of the branches that need to be closed. So how do we do it? How do we identify which branch has to be closed? Which branches have to remain open? So we look at the, the transaction in the branch, each of the branches. Okay. And when we look at that, which one is sort of like pretty quiet, you know, not transaction, although we can close and we can sort of allocate the resources into the branches that is more crowded or, or busy. Then from there, uh, we, 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 we monitor the, uh, the, the performance of the branches itself on daily basis as well. And we look at in the dashboard view, which is everything is digital. It's not paper, uh, it's not print out and everything. The last thing, uh, when we have to take care of employee, we have to manage our capacity in the, in the bank. We have working from office, we can, uh, how many of them working from home, how many got uh, uh, affected by COVID, you know, who got like, actually impacted by COVID and everything. Those are the monitoring activity that we do, uh, doing it digitally. And then everybody in the bank can actually see it uh, with the same number, same information and everything. Uh, as part of digital transformation journey that we, in the bank, uh, that's how we actually support and contribute to that uh, activity. You just raised the pandemic, the exercise that you did, the challenges that you faced. We look at everything that you have done to come out of COVID or operation, right? From the, the first day of COVID when everybody has to stop and then now to where business is almost normal. What can you say will be the most important lesson that you learned from COVID that allows you to, in the future, if we have another problem like what we have with COVID, 
that the business will be coming out stronger, that kind of thing. Uh, adding what uh, Pabilis just said, actually our digital transformation journeys have already started since 2018. So oh, okay. we start to revamp our uh, Mandiri Online, it's our mobile banking. Mm -hmm. And also we have initiative uh, related to business process re-engineering. So oh. we try to transform our uh, business process for loan processing to digital Base. We try to leverage a digital ecosystem with our local uh, e-commerce. Actually, we already do before, but pandemic we already started that kind of uh, uh, initiative. So maybe what we say that um, in the future, digital uh, initiative will be more important for the banks because uh, more people use uh, digital, more people use uh, mobile. So it saves our employee working behavior and our customers also need to change their behavior from the brands and then to go to the mo uh, mobile so many things will be uh, changed in the future so our human capital has this kind of um, initiative they will say that in the future two or three years later uh, there will be like a reskilling in our company talent competency so they try to like uh, mapping uh, how many percentage that from the front line go to the back, uh, back office. So this this kind of uh, discussion already started in our uh, bank. You're future-proofing your organization or preparing for the next kind of banking. Yeah. I guess uh, that's why I think, think what, what Grace has mentioned just to add uh, from, from digital, uh, from data analytics perspective, right? I think there are a lot of things that we also prepare, uh, especially looking at this condition, the situation at this moment in the in all over the, the countries, right? First, how do we influence uh, with data and analytics? We can help you to solve the problem. We can help you to, to have uh, decision making. Uh, we have sort of like program, data analytics course program as well, oh. that we enable across the bank. People who are, we identify as a, maybe people who are interested in data analytics itself. We are actually teach them in a way that how do you shift your mindset from based on your instinct into a data analytics driven. So we prepare them to how to understand the data. And then after that, how do you, do you actually uh, develop some kind of information that you want to publish to the management, for example? How do you actually uh, understand how to work on the tools or application that we have? So then it will, for the future, if we face this kind of problem again or this kind of situation again, uh, we are more than ready to actually, you know, face that challenges, right? And I think the, now the, the, the culture of data analytics has become more and more embedded into each of the group, actually outside enterprise data management group, just to make sure that, you know, if you want to monitor your performance or if you want to uh, analyze something go back to to your data analytics capability and then try to find answer from there mm -hmm. right so i think uh, we are confident uh, with the help of the management as well with the support by the management that our data analytics function is actually sort of going to be improved in the future and it's a journey and hope that you know in one or two years time you know we can be in, in the much better position in terms of data analytics capability uh, it sounds like you're already ahead of the market anyway for indonesia at least i mean look if we look at opportunities for Bank Mandiri and other financial institutions, what do you think will be the key opportunities for financial institutions, including Bank Mandiri, as far as leveraging data is concerned today and, of course, into the future? When I see myself as 
leading the, the enterprise data management. First thing that we have to make sure that you know we have a single source of truth data. That is a must. That is very uh, is a hygiene factor. I think for all the institution, especially if they, you work on data with data, and we have data governance. A few things that we need to make sure that you know our our understanding of the data across the bank are the same. We have a secure data, make sure that it's only uh, people who, who want to access the data, make sure that they understand how to uh, how to read the data. Before I go to the, the platform uh, that we have a, a, a self-surface business intelligence platform that actually Grace uh, developed, right? it calls self-surface business intelligence platform. We, uh, we also have to now uh, improve our uh, analytics capability. So, so analytics capability is uh, one of the initiatives that we have to to make uh, that to make sure that you know we are just not producing data report and dashboard. We wanted to find opportunity, give recommendation based on the data or information that we provide to the management to predict the future. Uh, how do we make sure that you know we can take care of our customers, understanding customer needs in a real time manner, predict that you know whether the customer is actually going to be loyal with us. Mm-hmm. or going to be actually upright with us or you know quit the bank so we have to be able to understand that we need to do that in a, a real time manner at this moment uh, not no more like you know two weeks lag or one <laughs> month lag we just need to make sure that we know we understand real time uh, we have holistic view of understanding of our customers and hopefully by that we can actually improve our uh, profitability of the bank and basically increase our market share on the self-service business intelligence i think Chris can explain uh, further i think that's one of the initiatives that is very important for bank mandiri uh, that is uh, Chris is actually implementing it at this moment we have this uh, self-service business intelligence initiative to support this data driven culture or uh, decision making so we believe that every unit have their own problem if they have their own problem we have we have to help them by tools that make them do self-service analytics and they can have a quick decision making because they know they have the skill they have the platform and they have the data so you don't they don't have to go to the head office to get the answer from what they already have in uh, issue in the day-to-day business. So we believe that every unit can use their own uh, data analytic capability by using the platform that we already ha- uh, give to them so they can uh, solve the problem quickly. This self-service business intelligence try to solve this kind of uh, situation because we have many branches across Indonesia. It's not easy for us to manage all the brands, right? Mm-hmm. So by using this, uh, this platform, skill set and data we hope that they can have their own uh, solution every region have a different uh, kind of problem if they have to ask to the head with the answer and the data it's not really helpful for them uh, with this uh, initiative we not just have a platform but we try to have a skill set by have a data analytics course program actually uh, this course is only for non-edm employee okay yeah it's come from the branch from the region so they never learn about big data so we introduce them the skill what is big data what is talent what is blue and they how to visualize the data so it's easy for them when they have data and then uh, see the what is the problem and they can present it to their boss what is the solution for this kind of uh, situation the uh, this is a part of this self-service business intelligence initiative that we have it's a, a data analysis course program 
And then we also have a community of practice. It's like a user group. So we have Tableau user group internally. So it's like if we have, an, we learn from uh, the participant from the data analytics course program. After training, they have their own problems. They don't know where to ask. So this kind of uh, sharing forum could help them to get another sharing experience. For example, they have the data coach from uh, EDM, visualization coach from EDM. And we also share from another company that already have this kind of experience and then can like, oh, what we can learn from the other company. So it's like a sharing forum from uh, for our employee who have a specific function with data analytics. Very interesting. Well, that's it for me. Thank you very much, Billy, uh, Grace. Thank okay. you. Just so uh, uh, hopefully, it's, everything is covered. Stay safe, uh, everyone. That was Billy Setiawan, Head of Enterprise Data Management Data Analytics Lead, and Grace Winnie, Vice President Enterprise Data Management at Bank Mandiri, speaking to future CIO on the topic of Bank Mandiri's data-driven journey. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. If you would like us to cover a topic on this channel, please email us at editors at society.com. See you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. (laughs) 